All right, everyone, here we go. We're going to try this again. Wade and Ryan here for NFL in London. How's it going, Ryan? Good, good. Quarter life crisis. It time. is. We're a quarter way through the season. Uh, we are four it's weeks. Time to hit that panic button. It is. It is time to hit the panic button for a after lot of people. This week, after this week. Yeah, um, I think for a lot of people, yeah, it's been interesting. We had the Thursday night game last night uh, with the Minnesota Vikings, or <laughs> taking on the Rams. Rams, oh my gosh, what a performance this was. 79 points in total for this thing. Yeah, I know. Jared Goff had a perfect passing rating game. Five touchdowns, 465 yards. Huh. It was a Thursday night record for yardage. Unbelievable performance. Like, I don't see, like, just by watching them, they're so much fun to watch. It's ridiculous how much they score. And I don't see who's going to stop them right now. The way they look, like, Sean McVay is just embarrassing team defenses now. Because yeah. Minnesota was considered to be one of the better defenses, and now they just look suspect. Well, they're having a lot of fun when they're playing. I mean, they were able to move it around. I think Minnesota's, uh, you know, obviously Everson Griffin's uh, personal problems and the defensive injuries uh, to Minnesota have been a factor. Um, you know, but still, not 500 yards, five touchdowns. No. That's that's endemic of bigger problems yeah. in, than just one player and his mental health problems. And in one of our pools, our friend James uh, had Goff on his bench, and I was like, he's in Dubai. I'm like, dude, yeah. you got to play him, you got to play him, you got to play him. And he only got the message this morning. I was like, uh, suck, suck, suck well, you, man. Who's his other quarterback? Uh, it was Cam Newton, who's got a bye. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I had, I had Brandon Cooks, who had a nice 116 yards and touchdown. He's been amazing. Yeah. Bet you Tom Brady's wishing he had Brandon Cooks, that they didn't trade him away. Wow, right he's, now. Got, he's got Gordon and Edelman coming back this wow. weekend. I think that'll be... No, Edelman's next week. It's a four-game it's suspension, Edelman, so he's out yeah. this week. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Back next week. So we got some big games uh, going on. Let's talk about that first one. Let's go with that first one, which is the Miami-New uh, England game. Um, Miami, uh, you know, Gronk obviously was is struggling with double coverage. Triple coverage, um, triple coverage, literally blanketing them. But now you've got, you know, you've got the ability to bring back. Um, uh, you, you've got Gordon in this week. Uh, Miami is three and zero. They're the division leaders. They're one of the few undefeated teams. However, uh, another sixteen and zero season. Is that what you're saying? Well, you look at last year. If you look at it last year, then too, when you know everyone was worried about Tom Brady not being around for the four game suspension, and this is the record everyone thought they would have. Yeah, not Jimmy G stepping up. Um, and now, now he can't even stand up. Um, but so this is an interesting matchup. I mean, you know, because obviously Tom Brady's going to play angry. Um, they've got a lot of people at their disposal. But I mean, Miami is having fun. They're moving this ball around and having a lot of fun with it. So it's just a matter of seeing what's going to happen. Well, this is just the basically litmus test to see how good the Dolphins actually are. Uh, so so all right, you're three and zero. Big deal. Now go be if you go beat the Patriots in New England. All right, then you're going to start yeah. getting a little bit of respect. So I think if they if they just go out and they just get whooped like New England usually does, then it's going to be like okay, we saw we know who the Dolphins really are. But if they just keep it close, then I think that's kind of the important thing because I think New England is going to be pissed. Tom Brady oh, yeah. is furious. Angry Tommy, angry Tommy. Uh, so probably going to have Josh Gordon in, but again, they lost Rex Burkhead. Yeah, uh, with so, a neck injury. So, so you've, got, you've got White and you've got... Uh, Sony, Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Um, so but, I mean, it's interesting to see how many touches he's actually going to get because I could see them using White. You know, particularly Miami's defense is quite quick. You know, off the front, their secondary not so good. But they will be able to come at him quite a bit and shake up Tom Brady a bit. I think that running game is going to have to struggle a bit unless they're able to spread that ball around. Yeah, it's going to be, I think, just being at home is going to be a, a big benefit uh, for the New England Patriots. I think uh, they've had a couple of tough ones. But I think coming back 
with the home crowd. Tom Brady angry if they had Josh Gordon. Interesting to see how they use him. Um, I could see Gronk finally stepping up, having a big game. I like the Pats to win this by at least 10. Yeah. I'm going to say the Pats win uh, 28-17. 28-17. I actually have this one as a 30-13 to victory for Miami. No, for her New England. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to come back angry. They are at home. It's Baston. Um, and, you know, they're, they're going to be able to move this ball around a lot. Gordon, I think, uh, you know, Miami's going to have real trouble defending It'll this It'll be interesting ball. to see. I'm, 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 that's the one thing about the Pats game I'm really interested to see is how they use Josh Gordon and if he's kind of got it all back together. Well, it's going to be this deep ball possibility because Miami, or I mean, needs sorry, Miami a deep New ball. England has not had anyone that can do that. Tom Brady's arm, I, I don't know. He's, he's no Andrew Luck when it comes to throwing no. it deep, but... You know, I'm I'm a bit more suspect when it comes to the accuracy of his deep balls. So I still like them in this one. I got a 30 to 13 victory. Yes. Uh, let's move on. We'll talk one of the top ones at the top here. We'll move on, I guess, to to Cincinnati, Atlanta. Before we talk to my Bears, because I'm going to talk to Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati. Uh, AJ Green looks like he'll be back. Mixon, yep. no. Um, uh, Atlanta lost Ricardo Allen. Their safety. Um, and Burfecht's still gone. So I mean, this is my, Atlanta. A, a very heart wrenching loss last week. Um, yes, with uh, with you know Drew Brees shaking and baking and moving all around. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The two and one, Atlanta's one and two. They're at home. They're favored by four points um, or three and a half at this line with total fifty three and a half over under. Is is it worry desperation time? For Ooh, it's it's tough. They're taking a lot of injuries to that defense, and there's only so much you can take because it's looking right right now. Especially after the the Saints are different because they're Drew Brees and they're going to put up thirty to forty almost every game. Yeah. So regardless of what defense they're going up against, if, unless you're the Browns, apparently. Uh, but I like Matt Ryan in this game. I actually think it's going to be a really close game. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I think. Um, Andy Dalton's going to keep it close. He's going to rebound after a bad game. But Matt Ryan has just been on fire. Uh, Calvin really had his big, big game. So I'm weary to see if he can do it two weeks in a row uh, because he had like zero catches week one and now he breaks out for three touchdowns. Does everyone jump and throw him in their fantasy lineups? Because yeah. like, I got him and I don't know if I should play him yet. Uh, so I'm interested to see how he plays. And I think just without Joe Mixon again, it's going to make it harder. I think Atlanta being at home is going to help him. But I think it's going to be um, a one-point game, I'm going to say. I'm going to okay. say 28-27. All right. For Atlanta. Yes. Uh, you know what? I'm still – I really struggled on this one. I really looked at it because Ridley and and uh, the combination of Matt Ryan is a great combination. He's going to be lighting it up. But I really think that, you know, that Cincinnati is really going to have to be innovative in this. And I think there's a lot of trouble in their division. And there's a chance here now for them to go three and one and go start here. Yeah. Um, AJ Green being healthy, um, you know, Boyd being healthy, uh, Eifert, I think, is going to be able to get the ball. I think they're going to have to move it around because Atlanta has shown their defense can be struck on. Well, they're you're not going to run it against somebody. You can pick them up off in the backfield, uh, especially with Ricardo Allen being gone. Uh, I think I think Andy Dalton's going to have a lot of time. So I actually have Cincinnati winning this uh, one. I can see that too. Thirty I, to twenty-seven. I think it's going to be a, a bit of a, an open game. Um, but it'll, it's going to be a fun, exciting one to watch. And, you know, way to go, Sky. Don't put that one on. We'll just have to, to stream it somehow. <laughs> uh, I, we'll leave my bears to the end. Let's you want to save Let's go to the shit show. Let's go to the one shit show that I don't think anyone really wants to watch. Detroit at Dallas, both one and two teams. Uh, Dallas is favored in this one, Ugh. despite the beating that Detroit laid on the hapless uh, Pats. Um, Dallas... I don't even know what team I see in Dallas. There, there is an interesting uh, stat I, I read the other day, and it was over the last, uh, I think it was like over the last 10 games or 13 games, 
Uh, Dak Prescott has the almost identical stats of yeah. Brock Osweiler. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Which is just like, from all the people, from Dak, like how far you've, you've fallen from, you know, rookie of the year to Brock Osweiler. That is a steep fall in oh, a couple totally years. Is. And it's, it is, this is the fault of Jerry Jones, yeah. uh, not getting him any weapons, losing Dez Bryan, who could be a massive help to them right now, having Dez on the other side, giving them at least a number one. Yeah. But ego always gets in the way. I actually don't know why Detroit's, I think Detroit's getting really insulted on this, being a three-point underdog. Uh, if anything, I think this should be a pick em. Um, I, I, I like Detroit after having that first 100 yards. I don't think they're going to do it back-to-back. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Dallas has a very strong front seven. Uh, yeah. They look really good. So this is one of those games I think is going to be very close. So, ooh, I don't know what I want. Because Dallas at home, I think, really needs this. Yeah, right? they so totally do. I'm going to take that Dallas is going to win this, but I'm going to say it's going to be like 20 to 17. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I, again, that front seven of Dallas is huge. And, and you know, they really showed against New, Z- uh, New England – the one thing that you know that the Detroit, um, you know, didn't doesn't have, or New England doesn't have that Dallas has is a running game. You know, New New England didn't have a running game. Yep. You got Zeke here, and I think you Zeke use him more than he they used is him. going to gash this team open. Uh, I really, I don't. It's good because you know, he's on my fantasy. I can so see I will a take century uh, from Zeke in this game. Uh, I think he's really gonna be good. I have Dallas winning this one, 24-13. I think this is a statement game for them. They want to go two and. They two. have to. They have to win. That this. division is wide open, um, so they really need to start putting some wins up, and this will be a game for it. And look for Jerry Jones to say something crazy because aging is not funny. <laughs> um, the next game, you're. Let's talk about your team. You're uh, yeah. the the uh, the, the giant killers. Win. Yeah, Buffalo the giant killers coming off a win. Uh, they are facing the Green Bay at home. Uh, nine and a half points is the spread. Forty four and a half is the over under. Um, you know, everyone's talking about you know Aaron Rodgers. What is he going to be like this year? Um, you know, he can't really move. His guys are dropping balls all over the place. Um, you got Balaga who was hurt last week as well. His back injury. And Buffalo, who just stripped sacked the hell out of, right. out of uh, Minnesota last week. Um, so, you know, how, how do we see this going? And it's Clay, Clay, Clay Matthews. What, how is he going to hurt Well, we're just, I think they're just going to give you the automatic 15 yards right off the beginning of the game. Yeah. Right at the beginning of the game, we're just going to just give it to him uh, and just uh, get it out of the way. Craig Matthews, so Buffalo just started the yeah. 50 or something. Uh, I'm very excited for this game. I think the Bills showed a lot, but this is one of those games where it's after you beat a giant killer, you can't have, you now have to put the foot on the gas. You've got to show up two weeks in a yeah. row on the road against Green Bay. And this is, this is a very beatable time to play Green Bay. Uh, you got Rodgers is hobbled. He's not practicing that that much this week losing those reps even though he's Aaron Rodgers yeah um, you do have Aaron Jones coming back which is going to hurt but you've lost Wilkerson they can be beaten deep yeah. and that's Josh Allen he's got that deep ball that he wasn't able to do it last week because Minnesota's got great secondary but well according they did yeah. until they played the Rams <laughs> yeah uh, but let's not confuse Josh Allen and, J- and Jared Goff right now but I think this is a really good opportunity for Buffalo to really uh, shred them with LaShawn McCoy coming back I think that's going to help them a lot I think they're going to really need to get him going mm-hmm. um, but I think Green Bay is going to win it but I think it's going to be close okay. uh, I, I definitely think that Buffalo is going to make this interesting and I'm going to say it's going to be something like 28-24 okay. for the Packers well I have the, the winning score the same as you. Uh, I, I really think that Green Bay is, is going to try to do something here. I think Buffalo uh, probably used up a lot of the tank and the gas last week. Maybe. Uh, um, and it's going to be very difficult for them. I, obviously, with Belaga being out, I think there's an opportunity for them to get shady to running it. Maybe some quick uh, some quick out patterns. 
Um, but I, I really see that, you know, Green Bay's defense stepping up in this one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think, at home, wanting to prove That's to everyone. That's the thing that really hurts. He wants to prove to everyone he's going to do well. I have this as 28-10 to 10 in favor of uh, Green Bay. I have them actually uh, covering the spread and easily. Um, okay, Houston, Indianapolis. Oh, woe is me. These teams are in a sucky, sucky. 0-3 Houston. How the hell does O'Brien still have a job? Well, I think he just got an extension. I don't know how the hell he did that. But, uh, um, but yeah, this is going to be a very... Especially because we got the whole story now about Andrew Luck and his noodle arm that uh, yeah. nobody can't throw it in the end. So does that really seep into his psyche? Yeah. Of, of, or does his arm strength that bad? Does that mean the Houston's going to disrespect it a bit and not yeah. and just kind of break on it a bit more? Uh, Houston needs something. And I think Lamar Miller has been killing them all year. They need a running game, to, to especially to help put take a little bit of the pressure off Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Indianapolis has looked good on defense, but I think I think I've literally bet on Houston to cover every week, and they screw me. But I actually think Houston's going to win this game. Yeah. I think they're going to get their first win because again, this is now do it or Bill Bryan's jobs now. Yeah, you're, technically you're on the line. You can't you're on the line. That. You might get yeah. fired so yeah. soon. So I think uh, Indianapolis has Frank Reich, new coach uh, Andrew Lux. Still getting back. It might take him another year until he's fully healthy. But I so I say Houston's going to win this. I think they're going to win it pretty uh, easily. I think their defense is finally going to have a good game. And I'm going to say uh, it's going to be 20 to 10. 20 to 10 for Ryan for Houston. All right. I, again, think Houston needs to win this game. I mean, the, the fact is you've got Fuller and Hopkins, and, and they're going to be wide open on looking- this horrible secondary. I mean, if he... Well, it's been playing better. Their front seven is great. Their front defense is great. But their secondary has been injured. And their secondary, the back, their secondary has not been playing that well. You can score points on them. If you can get the ball deep, which a lot of people haven't gotten Which Houston's good at. And and you've got Fuller, who is going to beat his coverage. You've got Hopkins. You know, I I, I really see this one being a bit of a blowout. If Houston doesn't win this one, though, I'm going to lose faith in them. TikTok. It is going to have to be that way. Because if they can't put this together, Bill O'Brien has to hit the bricks. It's no good for him. Uh, let's go to the Jets and Jacksonville. Wah, wah, wah. Jacksonville, uh, Blake Bortles, you really should oh, show yourself. Can the real Blake Bortles please stand Or just up. sit down. Just or sit just, down. Just keep just sitting. Just go yeah, away. Yeah. Uh, playing the Jets, whose defense has been surprising, um, who've been able to move it. But again, they're, you, you never know what's going to happen week to week. It's going to be a real tough, interesting game for Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah. Because Sam Darnold, one thing he hasn't been doing, when you watch the highlights of him, he does so many screen passes, so many short little passes. It's like they're not yeah. trusting him to throw it down the field. And a defense like Jacksonville, which is opportunistic, yeah. they're going to stop that. They're going to know that. They're going to make force... Sam Darnold yeah. to throw it down the field. I think that's what they're going to want. And I think this is really going to be a tough day for, for Sam Darnold. I think he's going to struggle. Mm-hmm. I think they don't have the running back. There is there is uh, whispers, whispers of Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. of going to the Jets. There's talk of Jets possibly looking to signing him, ah. which would actually be a really good sign for them because they need that stud running back to kind of help someone like Sam An, an interesting choice, though, for me, that Le'Veon Bell would choose a team... Well, he doesn't really get to choose. No, I know, but it's... Uh, you, you obviously could say at some point, hey, I'll go there, I won't go hey, there. Hey, if they're going to pay him, he'll go anywhere, it yeah. seems. I don't think it's about 
um, winning because he's on Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, it's a different, <laughs> like yeah, he's, exactly. He's on a good enough team as it is. But again, yeah, so Blake Bortles, you had your, your shit game. So is this where Blake Bortles is back being a god? Uh, I think he is going to, I think he's going to struggle, but I think he's going to have a better game. He can't have a worse game mm-hmm. than he had last week in that disgrace 9 6 victory. Um, or loss, actually. Loss. loss. Yeah. Even worse. <laughs> to get six points after putting up 30 against the Pats. Um, I like I like Jacksonville. I don't I don't know if ooh, will they cover yeah I think they are gonna cover ten because I think Jets are only gonna score at most, I think, ten points. So I'm gonna say uh twenty-one to ten. Twenty-one to ten. Pretty close to my score. Uh I've got this as a sixteen to nine no, victory. Another I, I I think it's just absolutely horrible. What what I think that New York Jets are gonna do is basically copy everything Tennessee did last week. Tennessee's two and one. And Tennessee is able to stay in these games yeah. without, I mean, you've got Blaine Gabbert who gets knocked out. You bring back rusty old Mariota, the old rusty trombone, yeah. <laughs> and but the defense has kept them in this. They have played yeah, they really have smart football. So I think the Jets, who have an amazing front, uh, front defense, are going to look at this and go, we can do that. We can replicate this. And if it's only just relying on Blake Bortles to torch us, because Fournette's going to be nothing, yeah. you know, because... So I, I just see this as a very boring, yeah, I'm not going to do any fantasy on it. I'm not no. going to do anything. Don't no, I got Fournette, and I think he's going to come back, and I think that's going to help. So it'd be good to see him back because he hasn't really done much this year. He had that first game. He still hasn't looked explosive, and we want to yeah. see this because he's been getting injured a lot in his first couple of years as a player. And that, that as a running back, that is not a good thing to start happening to you, having, having happened to you early in your career. Nobody wants injuries. Nobody likes injuries. And, you know, we're starting to see when a team like the 49ers, where injuries of your season is pretty, yeah. you know, you, you, you lose your running back. You lose your running back, you lose your quarterback. You know, it's... Uh, it's, it's, it's I feel it's, sorry for Niners fans. It's just going to be a miserable season. The rest having of to live life. in San Francisco with all yeah. that all that high rent. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we live in London. Uh, yeah, let's, exactly. let's talk rent. Uh, okay, let's uh, go on to the next uh, game. Uh, we're talking Philly, Tennessee. We mentioned Tennessee. Um, yeah, this is an interesting game because the line is three and a half for Philadelphia. Philadelphia is two and one. Yeah, Tennessee would, is two and one. You would think that defending Super Bowl champions up against the Tennessee Titans would be a bigger line than three and a half. Well, they haven't really proven they can score. Yeah, that much. I think they haven't I, used their running game that much. I think. Well, they've been decimated on the running game. I think maybe they might have a Jai back. Uh, but again, it's running back by committee there. They're still missing Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Carson Wentz is still getting back into game shape. It's been a while since he's played. Uh, it's Obviously, he's going to be a bit rusty. But as he gets better, I think you're going to see Philly really start stepping it up in the later in the season. So I think at the early games, you're going to see them still struggle a bit. I think yeah. they're still going to struggle. I think it's going to be a close game, yeah. this one. Uh, but I do like uh, to, uh, Philly to win it. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be uh, 24 to... 13. 24-13. Call a bit of a blow here. Bit of a blow. I, I, again, I think that um, you know Tennessee is going to do what they did really well, which is use that defense. And and using that defense, um, they're going to do exactly what they did last week, exactly what they did against Jacksonville, which is contain them, keep them going. Don't let the scores get out of hand. Don't let them get ahead of you. Yeah. Just try to minimize it. You know, Obviously, with Richard Matthews going, trade me, get, get me out of here. Um, you know, There's going to be a bit of yeah. Come a bit on, yeah. demise in the locker room. And I think that people, it almost... It almost, I think, fuels people in a it's way. It's like the Vontae Davis rule. Yeah. <laughs> quit on the team, so then the next day, it's a good reason. That's yeah. a good idea. And I, I just think the team can be like, yeah, we're not shit. He wants to do that. 
Screw him. We'll show him what we'll he's screw missing. Screw him. We're gonna do it. So I see Philly winning, but I don't see them covering. Uh, it's I see that it being a twenty to seventeen game. I don't see a lot of high scoring in this. No. Um, it's gonna be a chess match, and and it, I think it's gonna come down to a lot of turnovers. Um, but I think uh, he'll, he'll, it's gonna be a frustrating game for Wentz. Yeah. Let's talk about um, the final game of the six o'clock games. The Chicago Bears. Interesting Dabers. article in The Ringer uh, this week, if you want to read about the Bears and how it came about. Robert Schmeigel and how he, he created the characters. Oh, yeah, I did see. I didn't read it, but I did see about it. Very interesting characters and how it was a thing, how they always originally wanted uh, Bob Odenkirk uh, to be it because he was a Chicago guy. And, that's oh, how really? they, and they started doing it uh, when they were doing live performances. And it was a Chris Farley. And they showed it. It was a funny thing when they, they showed how the momentum of it got going with the Bears. They showed a clip of, of Chris Farley. When it was like, yeah, when he George went to the field. No, when he, go, when he goes to do like a kickoff, and he's got a beer, and he just goes face first. Like he just <laughs> he does this prat fall where he goes face first yeah. in the Soldier Field, and everyone's uh, like, ah, miss Chris Farley. I know, isn't it just like just a legend? They a could legend. they could be putting him into so many remake movies these days. Yeah, uh, no, he was Oscar. He'd probably, he'd, he'd he'd probably, he probably he would deserve an Oscar. Well, you know, uh, heroin's a hell of a drug. Yeah, look, um, Chicago. Look, I am. Uh, I've always been happy about my team. I'm not. I'm obviously our defense is amazing. Trubisky cautiously is, optimistic. Is worry, he's worrisome. Uh, and then you've got Ryan Fitzpatrick, who was like the first player to ever throw for three, three four hundred yard games. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, uh, we've seen Fitzpatrick. Not obviously not to this extent, but we've seen this Fitzpatrick where he goes on these little tears. Yeah. He's done it with the Jets. He's done it with the Bills. He's done it with. Uh, I think he did it with Houston. So and then you get this little. You, he's, you just love him. You gotta love him. I think he's gonna have a tough game today. He's I never think. had a defense. He's like never this. played he's a defense never played like a defense this. Defense so that comes across him like this. So I think this is where this is where it's almost like that perfect opportunity. Jameis Winston's probably like, thank fuck I don't yeah, have to come I, back. I'm surprised. Like, hey, man, why don't you play this week? I, I'm good. I'll sit in the bench again. But again, be, but the thing that you have to worry about also with the Bears is that they do have a lot of weapons. Uh, yeah. the, the receivers of Godwin, Deshaun Jackson, and Mike Evans are three weapons that, that Godwin has a touchdown in every game. Fitzpatrick's throw for 400. But again, a lot of that is, was after they were down 30 to 10. So yeah. he was forced to throw it. I think Tampa Bay really struggles still with their running game I think Peyton Barber is hasn't been that great the last couple no. of weeks he's been very kind of mediocre but no one I don't know why everyone was getting excited about Peyton Barber in the first place he's been in the league a while yeah. he's been a journeyman running back he's yeah. never really done you have Ronald Jones who they draft in the second round he can't even get on the field so what's going on Tampa. Tampa should be someone who should go for Le'Veon Bell, and that offense. That would be, that a, offense that'd be a great, be a great thing. Scary good. So I think I think this is going to be a close game because right now. Um, Trubisky doesn't have that uh, like killer instinct. To, you he know, has put no his foot deep ball. He, he to, his vision. And also, it's like the ball. But he's not the guy who's just going to run up the score like Goff no. does. You know what yeah. I mean? He's the guy that's going to make you punt enough to get you back in the game yeah. to make it a bit close. So I think even with three, I think three is a good line. I think Chicago will win this. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's going to be a, a bit. I don't think we're going to see Fitzpatrick 400 yards. Definitely no. won't see that. Um, but I think it's going to be something like 24 uh, 21 for the Bears. Okay, 24 21. Fairly close to mine. Uh, I have this as 24 17. I mean, Trubisky, it's all about his errors and omissions, the things that he screws up and the things that he fails to do. Um, it is going to be all on him. I think this defense is just going to be crushing on uh, Fitzpatrick and, and Winston. And if we kill them both in the same day, 
I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's gonna um, be it's gonna be interesting to see Khalil Mack what he does to face. Yeah, and I mean it's not just Mack is just a, a great cherry on top, which was already a good defense, and now we're a scary defense. Yeah. Um, and so I I really hope that what they've been playing in the offensive coordinators of Chicago, what they're doing is. Let's work on his consistency. Let's work on his confidence. Let's work on getting the running game using in different ways. Because yeah. I don't think we fully use the running game. No, they do have to get it going because that's another thing that's going to help Trubisky. Yeah. Is, is Jordan Howard's got it. And Tariq Cohen has been very invisible the last. I don't know if they're finding it harder to use him, but they're not using him yeah. in the way like Kamara's used, like getting him out in space, which is most useful. So it's, it's interesting to see what's happening with their running game as well because Tariq Cohen was such a weapon. Yeah. I think they really need to start using him a bit because he'll get you those yards, which will then help Trubisky with his confidence, which is then going to open up the longer passes. Yeah, and they're not. And so you can grab me a, a Brewdog beer while Ryan grabs some wine. Um, yeah, it is going to be an interesting thing because I think they really do need to get this running game in. It is such a key part of the Chicago game. And it just, it, I haven't seen anything from it yet. So this is going to be an interesting, uh, interesting game. But... We will be watching this in, in North London if you want to come watch with it. We'll be watching The Princess Alex this week. And also, as I mentioned before, oh, have we not mentioned the fact we've got a DraftKings contest on while Ryan pours himself yeah. a glass of wine. Right. We have a DraftKings contest. I've already increased the uh, alcohol level content at week four already. Uh, by, by week 16, I'll be drinking moonshine uh, I'll be, at I'll, this pace. I'll be on meth and drinking my yeah, own exactly. urine because apparently it, uh, it doesn't pass. But not if the Bills win this week. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. Uh, well, I'm, I'm looking at sober October myself as a as a way to November. But um, yeah, we have this DraftKings contest going on right now. It's five hundred dollars US to the winner. It's UK only. All you have to do is go to the DraftKings League. You'll see the league, the five hundred dollar winner. Join the league. It's free. It's free and fun to play. Tenth prize, courtesy of our friends at Kickers Matters Podcast, is a signed. Tyreek Hill jersey, which is amazing. I think that's great. Uh, The cheetah. You get the cheetah in. uh, And that's all. It's a free contest, guys. So join that. Make sure you join our DraftKings contest. We're now going to talk about the 9 p.m. games or the 4 p.m. games in Eastern Standard Time. Um, Let's go first with the Seattle Seahawks and Arizona. Uh, Arizona pretty much is the dumpster baby, the dumpster fire. Everything is well, the dumpster. They're now doing the old. Let's now we have uh, all four of the rookie quarterbacks, and now his first start. So. Josh Rosen's first start. It's uh, going to be really interesting because uh, he, he came in at a terrible situation last yeah. week uh, after Sam Bradford had a had a good opening start, but then just let uh, just let the league get away, and then Josh Rosen had to come in, and then he was going up against a tough they, defense. They did, yeah. So. It's going to be interesting to see him because right now he does not have a great line. And Josh Rosen might get punished behind that line. He's not a big guy. He's not a fast guy. So he's going to have to be quick to get that ball out. Mm-hmm. He's going to really depend on David Johnson. But I think uh, I even think Larry Fitzgerald might not even play this week. I think he is injured. Uh, so you might even see that, which is yeah. then just going to make it even harder. Because right now Arizona doesn't have any weapons on the outside passing. No. Uh, so I really worry for what's going to happen to Josh Rosen. Well, it's all I David he, Johnson then, you know, and, and, have and to be. Seattle defense is ready for David Johnson. Yeah, and they're going to put you know eight in the box, yeah. and they're just going to wait. Let Josh Rosen. So he's got to have a good game. I'm mean, really interested to watch it. Uh, I I think Josh Rosen is a good quarterback. Uh, I think he's just in in right now the toughest situation. Yeah. I thought I think a lot of people at first thought uh, Josh Allen was the worst situation, but mm-hmm. I think right now now that we look at it. 
he's just going to have it tough. And it, it could be a long day against Seattle because I think they're going to feast on this kid. Uh, I like Seattle to win this at least by seven. Yeah. Uh, so three point, I thought was a bit. Yes. Three point and a 38.5. On a rookie's first line. start, uh, it's, it's yeah. going to be tough. So I'm going to go with Seattle to win uh, 20 to seven. 20 to seven. Okay. I'm on the same volition. Uh, you know, Arizona is about as dead as the aging population of its inhabitants. Um, it is uh, really <laughs> the struggling. Skin yeah, it is. It really is the chicken skin. Um, the the liver spotted marks. You know, Doug Baldwin even being out. It doesn't matter. The Tyler Lockett show is what it's been an exciting thing. Yeah, and you might and you're gonna get. I think Doug Baldwin might yeah. be back this week, which well, is Russell Wilson. Yeah. So Russell's will be the thing. I just and that Seattle defense, it's starting to come back. A little really, bit. They still don't have the secondary, but they don't look as hapless. But they haven't you, played such a crappy team. Like yes. Yeah. So that's why if, yeah. if Josh Rosen comes in and just picks them apart, yeah. Uh, I think it's gonna be warning bells are gonna be I flying. I think sirens. David, I think David Johnson's gonna have a hard time uh, to running the ball. And I don't think Rosen's got a lot of places to go deep for it. I've got this game 24 to 10 in favor of the Seattle Seahawks, easily covering this spread. Um, everyone now is talking about this, uh, the Baker Mayfield Baker show. Baker time. Uh, heading into Oakland, where they are two and a half point underdogs, 45 points for the total over under. Um, I, I'm, I was surprised at this. I mean, he threw for over 200 yards last week versus New York. Um, he's got a lot of assets to him. Uh, he's looking good. And he's going and, in, you know, he's in a good situation because he doesn't have any pass rush coming no. at him for this well, first game. Well, Matt. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's on Chicago. The um, ghost. So this is going to be an interesting one. Um, they're not, I mean, Cleveland's going to, the one thing Oakland does have, they can stop the run a bit. Um, but the passing game, I think, is where we're going to see uh, Mayfield all over the place. Uh, can, will this be Gruden going on four? Ooh. I personally think so. Really? Okay, because I'm going to go with Oakland. I'm going to okay. go with, I don't think Gruden's going to let them go on four. I think Baker Mayfield's going into the black hole as a first road game is going to be a difficult time for him. I think you're also going to remember you're having, for the first time, a team game plan to play against Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. So I'm really interested to see. Yeah, he walked and picked them apart, but I, I'm interested to see if he can do it again after a team's getting ready for him, be able to watch tape on him, get a little little bit of uh, study a game plan kind of trick him into things see throw him a little uh, things to see if it throws him off his game so that's why I think oh I think John Gruden it's a disaster if he goes oh and four. Yeah. I think they're at home I think it's against Cleveland nobody wants to again Cleveland still has that stench to them you know oh yeah no you that still, new, new car smell that new <laughs> yeah yeah that new ass smell yeah. that you can't get out of your car yeah. and people don't want people are still a bit afraid to lose to Cleveland so I think Gruden's gonna do this but I think they're gonna only win by three uh, I think it's gonna be a low scoring game I think it's gonna be 20 to 17 for Oakland 20 to 17. Yeah, I you know I'm I'm always reticent to bet or push Cleveland. <clears throat> yes. But having seen the way that the connections that Mayfield has with Landry and that Oakland defense, I can see him just torching that defense. Listen, I'm excited to watch. I think like how could you not like Baker Mayfield? Like, yeah. He's just that like ragtag little bulldog guy that like, everyone cheers so that everyone wishes was on their team. And what so, people aren't also talking about is Cleveland's defense. Cleveland's yes. defense is most underrated. Improving. Most underrated and, defense. And in the Oakland, league. Derek Carr is you know he is consistent as shit. He is very good, but his running game. But is he's not be getting the touchdowns. He's That's not getting the touchdowns because you he know, threw he's, that late he's hitting like six, seven yard passes. He's not getting any deep ones. I, I think Cleveland is going to. I think Oakland's going to run up to the charge in this one. Mayfield's going to take his, a little while to get his footing down, but once he does, he's going to torch yeah. him. Oakland won't be able to come back 30-20. to 20. 
Okay, a team, this a game... A game that would have been good. A game that would have been good. I mean, everyone's scheduling San for endgames. Back to the dumpster. Um, against the Chargers, Chargers after a huge loss against the Rams last week. You know, it's hard to anyone to, to get in front of the Rams because they literally are ramming people down. This game, however, you got CJ beat hard. Um, bet hard. That's beat, what it is. Beat you got hard. Bet hard on the beat hard. Um, so, because because Jimmy, or wheelchair Jimmy, as I like to call him now, uh, wheelchair Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. Jarek McKinnon, uh, Richard Sherman. You got and all the, these and the hopes and dreams oh. have also been torn in ACL. <laughs> I think not, not since an earthquake hit San Francisco. Yeah, have they suffered so much um, loss? And and now you've got this uh, defense. Uh, you know, Bosa is still struggling to return, but this defense of the Chargers is going to be a very difficult one yeah. for them. I don't uh, think. Yeah, they worry about Matt Bosa. Bra- that it's going to be the Matt Breda show. But I mean, obviously, the Chargers are going to plan for this. Philip Rivers is going to light the yeah, world absolutely. on fire, child. The, he is the beacon of consistency. Oh. Of just every single week he just comes in. Even though last week he struggled, but then again, you got to put up 40 to beat uh, to beat the Rams. The Rams are a better defense. Oh, this is just going to be a cakewalk. Even the 10.5, I think it's an easy bet. I think this is going to be... I think because you have Kyle Shanahan, I think because uh, Bethard was... Did play a lot last yeah. year because of injuries and, and San Francisco being terrible. So I think he has been in the system enough that he we're going to see improvement by him, yeah. but not enough to overcome this. I think you're going to see it. Uh, I'm going to say 38 to 17. 38 to 17. Uh, okay, I I just see this as a real savaging. I mean, the one thing about the Chargers though as well, this is their second week in a row of being in California. They haven't had had to move around much. And unlike other teams who like Minnesota, who are all over the world, traveling all over the place, these guys, comfort, have been at home, another California game. This, to me, is going to be a savage beating. They need to put a beating down. They're one and, they're one and two. I've got it 35 to seven. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and I, I think the seven is going to only come by accident. Yeah, go or, garbage touchdown. Yeah, it's going to be one of those like, oh, someone was tying his shoes. Yeah, um, I can see that too. Okay, the next game, the, the one big game that Sky is playing, uh, New York, New Orleans uh, versus New York Giants. New Orleans, three and a half point favorites after that show by Drew Brees last week. Holy crap, this guy can dance and move. Uh, he put the game out of reach personally by himself. New York Giants, um, who are one and two, uh, are they? Uh, yeah, they're, 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 they're a weird team because, you know, they looked a bit better last week. Uh, but then again, they still don't scare you. There's nothing really no. scary about the Giants. You're not afraid of Eli Manning, Barkley, and, and we still don't have a touchdown from Odell Beckham. You're going against New Orleans, who is just... Drew Brees is on MVP forum right now. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's going to shatter teams. I think Giants not having Evan Ingram is really going to hurt them. Uh, I think New Orleans now is one game away. They get Mark Ingram back. But I think right now, until I see anybody be able to stop Drew Brees, I'm not going to bet against them. Even though Cleveland kind of did, but again, the Giants yeah. do not have Cleveland's defense. I think uh, being that fact that this is outdoors, you, you're going to see a bit of a drop-off because Drew yeah. Brees in domes is just, un, he's like on another level. It's like his steroids yeah. being in domes. So I think you're going to see a bit of a drop-off, but again, I don't think the Giants have the defense to stop New Orleans' attack. Kamara's just killing it, getting like 14 balls a game. Uh, I think you're going to see that it's going to be 28-21 to 21 for the Saints. 28-21. See, here's the thing that I'm, I'm always surprised at. When you see a line like this, the over-under is 51.5, which is quite high, but a 3.5-point spread, which is assuming that both of these teams are going to score in the high 20s and keep it close. Yeah. I can't see, although New Orleans' defense is 
Shiza. Back to back to it's their own days. It's not as bad. I can't see the Giants scoring that many, and I can't see Barkley actually putting that many touchdowns in. I mean, it's going to have to be a tit for tat. Eli Manning has to keep up touchdown for touchdown with with Drew Brees. Yeah, and he's not. Gonna and be able he's to do not. It. He doesn't even have the tools to be able to do it. The only person I think that's really going to see a, a shining on this one is, is Shepard. I think because people are going to be focused on Barkley and Odell. Shepard is fast. He's going to be able to get some balls and get some movement out there. Um, but again, and everyone talks about Drew Brees. Oh, he can't play outdoors. The bees. Well, that him. is. It's yeah. like no, he can play outdoors, but yeah. you just see a little bit of a drop off. So sure. they're not going to maybe put up forty. He's not going to have another forty. Well, point it's surprising, game. you know, that outdoors like wind, rain, and everything can affect the game. Yeah. But it does. Who'd have thought? You know? Who'd have thought? Temperature yeah. is. It's a like factor. the kid who plays by himself in a bubble all his career is always going to win because he plays by himself in a bubble. This game, though... And I, he won't get hurt. And he won't get hurt unless John Travolta is played. Do you ever see that? The Boy in the Bubble? John Travolta? Uh, Google it, everyone. Look at it. John Travolta played a Boy in the Bubble. It was a movie. Uh, it was a like made-for-TV movie. Or it was a, a movie in the, in the 80s. A Bubble Boy? Uh, all right. So I've got this one. Uh, uh, what did I write this one? 38 to 24. I have New Orleans winning this one. I have them covering the over-under. Uh, but I also have New Orleans vastly stripping this spread away. Okay, here we go late to our game. late Sunday game, night. Sunday night late game. Yeah, there's a lot of places in London that will not be showing it pretty much everywhere. Yeah, London. I think, I think the only place is probably the Carlsberg Casino that shows it. Uh, maybe the Grosvenor. But in terms of this game, Baltimore against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, their defense is shite. Ooh, uh, Big, ben, Big Ben is just beasting his way. He is having a great season. Big you ben. Got a, this is going to be a big game. It's AFC North. You've got Pittsburgh three-point favorites, and it's a 50 over-under. Um, C.J. Mosley will be back, which is, to me, one of the biggest stories in this game. Yeah, yeah that's a big that's big Devin back because their defense has looked good already. You have Terrell Suggs, who looks the same as he's looked for the last 45 years. Um, yeah, I, this is a really tough one because these games are always really close. Baltimore-Pittsburgh, they hate each other. Oh, yeah. This is a division rival, one of the nastiest games. One of those games is a lot of times you think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but now oh, yeah. Joe Flacco is usually able to compete and keep it up with with Big Ben. Um, oh, this is a really it's tough like one. It's like bum fights. Remember those in the 90s? Yeah. You, <laughs> you bet on one, you're like, this bum can keep going. Yeah, you just know he's said two How are they bringing those back again or not? But I do think, um, I think Pittsburgh, oh, I don't know. I really, I just because I have this anti-Baltimore thing about me, and yeah, I think you, it clouds I think, me. I think it's, I, you know what? Because of that, I'm going to go against Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Baltimore to win this game on the road. Uh, I think this is going to be. I think Mosley is going to help. I think uh, Connor's going to struggle to get yards, and Big Ben's going to have to put up 400. You're going to make Big Ben make some mistakes, and I think he's going to get like a pick six taken back to the house. I think Baltimore is going to win. But they're going to win, say, uh, 30 to 27. Wow. Now, I just want you to take a look at my prediction underneath there, just so you can see. What? Oh, 30 to uh, 28. That's Very what close. I so, I picked 30 to 28. I think Mosley is the difference here. Um, yeah, Baltimore has more weapons, I think, than Pittsburgh does. Um, you know, Big Ben is able to throw it around, but that defense is... Ryan Shazier, to me, was the heart and soul of that defense. And since he's been gone, they have not been playing the same way. Yeah. Um, there have been so many injuries, and it has been one of those uh, hillbilly punch fests where one punch, I'll take a punch, you throw a punch, I'll take yeah. a punch. Um, I think Baltimore, Flacco, th this is a rivalry that they're focused on. They've got more of the running game together with more options, uh, more receivers to spread the ball around. Uh, it seemed to last week 
that him and Antonio Brown just don't even talk anymore. It's no, like him well, and Juju Smith-Schuster. He's always been a diva, Antonio Brown. You don't know what you're going to get the, out. The, the he's Packers, happy when he gets the ball. They just basically. seem to be. They just seem to be not connecting on on the calls. They're, he'd be run one way, and you're like, "Whoa, what call did you make?" It's like. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and Did you not come to practice? And it's going against Baltimore. It's going to be tough. He's going to have a tough match ahead of him. So yeah. Antonio Brown, Juju Smith's been the very pleasant, yeah. not I wouldn't say pleasant surprise because I was expecting yeah. good things out of him. But every week he's just catching balls after balls. Like He's not getting into the end zone as much as you'd, you'd want. But yeah. the dude, dude is getting targets. He's finding open. He, he does a lot of crossing targets. routes. So I find that he's, he's just available. He can get it. And he gets a few extra yards after the catch, which are always really good. He can use that speed. And his slitherness to slither through some of the defense. Slytherin. Slytherin. Okay, let's go to our final game. This game is actually a very good game. Kansas City versus Denver. This is the first time Kansas has really faced a solid defense, I would say. Uh, Kansas City is yes, 3-0. Yes, it is. Denver is 2-1. Um, you know, this is going to be an interesting game. Ryan Mah- or Mahomes has been putting on the show, the, the Mahomes show, but this is a four and a half point spread for Kansas City yeah. in Denver. In Denver. In Denver, which is outdoors. And and uh, we know that Mahomes has never really played well in Denver before. Yeah, that's true. He, um, he can't deal with it. So. But it's it's going to be, um, I think one thing you're going to see is you're going to see Pat Mahomes' first interception this week. That's you one think thing. So? Yeah. I think it's finally going to happen. I think just the, the, the crowd noise and the thin air and the atmosphere, and it's just going to be a bit of a tough. The weed. At the start, yeah, the weed, yeah, the cloud of smoke covering the field. Uh, but I just don't, be, I still think that offense is good enough to beat Case Keenum, you know, when you're thinking about can Case Keenum keep up with Patrick Mahomes, yeah. I don't think the answer is yes when you look at this. I think Denver has got a good enough defense, but it's not it's not the Denver defense of a couple years ago yeah. still. They're not their secondary isn't as great as it was. I think you got Von Miller and Chubb up front, which are going to put a lot of pressure on Mahomes, which is going to create them to make some mistakes, but I still think they have too many weapons uh, for Denver. I still think they're going to win by easily four and a half. I think Kansas City is going to still put up about 20. I think it's going to be 28 to 20 uh, for the Chiefs. 28 to 20. Yeah, that you're, the thing about the Kansas City, and we've talked about it, is their defense can just easily be scored on, which is why they need to keep putting up those points. Um, and this is going to be an easier feat, I think, for Case Keenum because he's never had to face a defense. Actually, this kind of shit. Yeah. And I think Demarius Thomas... This is a perfect opportunity for him. Well, the coverage he's going to have and the separation will give Keenum lots of chances to exploit the yeah, holes. Keenum has to go toe-to-toe He has to. Him, he's so got to be ready to he's go He's got to be better. And, and you would think that his, his experience and his pedigree um, would be something in this situation that would lead him to that. Um, but I, Kansas City, I think, has got to be really prepared for this. I do see them winning, obviously. Uh, but I think they're going to come up to a bigger lead. I see this as a crazy high-scoring game. I have this as 42 to 30. Uh, wow. Still, 42 on Denver. Still, defense. still. Unstoppable. Another five. They're, they're, because you, they have so many different options yeah. and weapons. Hey, and, I'm not going to argue. Too. It's, it's like the, the, that's why the one thing you have to remember is uh, November 19th. Uh, put that in your calendar because that is Rams Chiefs. Yes. November that, 19th. That the, that's not the one in Mexico, is it? Uh yeah, it isn't that the one in Mexico? No, no, I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I believe that I believe that's the Mexico City game. It could be. It could be a Monday it's night. A Monday night, night I think Mex- it is it's a, Monday a Monday night, night game in Mexico City yeah. because London is not lovely. But how great of a game is that going to be? That is going to be an amazing game. Rams versus Chiefs. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs will, will have to see because obviously that's 
you know, and a lot of away, seven a lot weeks away. So a lot of things can happen. Uh, and that's, you know, season's almost over at that point. So that'll be interesting. Uh, that's it for week four, everyone. Uh, an amazing uh, time. Uh, make sure that you f- join us on our DraftKings League. All you have to do is go to yes, DraftKings.co.uk. Find us, NFL in London. You'll see we have multiple contests open this Sunday, uh, including the $500 winner, 10th prize, gets the Tyreek Hill jersey. And uh, come join us this week. We a couple different locations. We're going to let you guys know about some fun parties we've got going on in London. This week we'll be back again up in Crouch End, which is near Finsbury Park Station. Just take the W7 bus from there. Uh, it's around 10 minutes away. It is a mom-and-pop-owned pub. It was an amazing experience. We had such a great time there last week. Yeah, We had a, a few celebrities pop in. We're not going to drop their names because we want them to keep coming back. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we were able to watch the games till 1 in the morning. Uh, great atmosphere. Loads of TVs. Loads of space. And, and amazing food. So, uh, everyone, thank you very much for listening in to NFL in London Week 4 Preview. Uh, we'll be back in a few days to tell you how we did and tell you how our picks went. Have a good Sunday. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah.